In Your Money Today, Carolyn Wright finds out what you need to know about setting up your own business. Good morning, Carolyn. Good morning. At some point in our careers, many of us may have considered the possibility of either going freelance or setting up our own companies. However, while the process isn't terribly complicated here, there are a number of factors you need to bear in mind. I'm joined now by Liam Thomas, who is country head for Hong Kong at Sleek, which is a digital platform helping companies to register as well as providing company secretary and accounting services. Thank you for joining me, Liam. Thank you for having me. Let's take a dive into what people need to know. If you happen to be thinking of setting up a freelance business what are the key issues you need to consider and I think there are two key options aren't there whether you want to be a sole proprietor or you want to set up a company so yes. let's have a look at those options at Sleek, we help people set up businesses. So we see quite a few people who are going on the journey of moving out of employment and the safety of that, and, and they want to try their own thing. And that could be like a side hustle where they, they keep their job and they just want something on the side, or they want to go fully into you know owning their own employment. And I think the key consideration for them in Hong Kong is why would you set up a business in Hong Kong in the first place? And the main one is that it's a very healthy, very advantageous tax jurisdiction, and it's a very flexible business and corporate environment. The other thing is that the way that Hong Kong is set up from a regulatory point of view is that they have a very light touch regulatory environment when it comes to individual businesses. So it's very rare that you will get contact from the government, from the IRD, the tax authority, looking to investigate you individually. The way that they've set it up is that they actually regulate key personnel or key roles within companies. So the main ones are corporate secretaries and auditors. So they're very heavily regulated, which means that if you want to have a company, you need to have a corporate secretary. They make sure that the company is in line with the regulatory environment. And the same thing with an auditor, you need to have an auditor. They look at your books, they make sure that everything works out properly. You mentioned there about getting those services like the auditor and the company secretary. What are the other legal obligations, you know, just in terms of filing the paperwork and stuff like that? What's the very starting point that you need to do to get this process rolling? So you need to have an idea first and you need to know what kind of company that you're going to be. That's probably the most important thing. And then you need to have a business name. You need to make sure that that business name isn't already being used by someone else, which is relatively easy to find out. You need to have a registered address. Sleek obviously provides that, but there's a lot of other corporate service providers that do that as well. Those are the main basic things. And then it comes to filing with Companies House and the Companies Registry, where you file the basic company setup paperwork, you get everything in place. Then Probably one of the most challenging things for people at the moment is getting a bank account. That's really important. Like if you want to do business, you're going to have to have a bank account. Not the easiest thing to do, but certainly not impossible. One thing that's been really helping companies in Hong Kong has been in the last particularly five to seven years, there's been a real push into virtual banks or neo banks that have been getting digital banking licenses from HKMA. And those neo banks are... are slightly more flexible than your traditional brick and mortar banks. So I'm glad that it's getting easier for people to mm. actually find financial well, get services. Any <laughs> Put it that way. Now, the other thing, aside from getting the, the bank accounts in place, mm. is working out whether your sources of money, whoever you're going to take business off, are going to be enough. What are your top tips for coming up with a budget plan when you're setting up your company to, to just envisage whether you're going to be able to cover your costs? 
So I think the most important thing that businesses need to think about is where are the sales going to come from and how much revenue they're going to be able to generate. You can spend as much time as you want with planning the perfect SWOT analysis or setting up the perfect business plan and producing great, interesting, smart documents. The biggest challenge and the biggest thing that we feel that leads to challenges for small businesses is actually generating revenue, generating cash and getting sales in the door. If you're a freelancer, most people coming back to the, the consultancy piece, so the usual path well trodden is a person will become an expert in their space, and that could be health consulting or setting up a business in China, helping foreign brands move into China. The biggest growth one that we've seen recently is environmental consulting. So reducing businesses and corporate carbon footprints is a real growth industry in Hong Kong for ESG purposes. So you're an expert in your field. You've got an existing customer base. Uh, you think that if you left your consulting firm or the bank, you could still engage with those clients. So the most important thing is ensuring that those relationships are strong and you think that you can monetize those relationships if you did it yourself. So that's a consulting piece. If you're looking more at, let's say, e-commerce or some other kind of freelancing, there's some really good marketplaces, Upwork, Freelance.com, where you can actually enter a marketplace of other freelancers and find customers like that. So my biggest advice would be to have a real clear picture on how you're gonna generate revenue. Start there. If that's going well, if the top line's going well, it tends to look after everything else. And at what point in this whole process would you advise someone came to a company like yourselves for advice? Are people completely able to go through this process by themselves or mm. could they come to you at that very early stage where they've just got the idea or where they've already assessed, they've done this SWOT analysis and they've worked out that their incomes are going to be sustainable? There's definitely aspects of setting up a company. So you've got the idea, you've done the business plan, you've got a customer base, you feel quite comfortable. And then from that point, you could set up your own business. So you could go to the company registry, you could file the forms, you could go through the process. It's painful, but you can do it yourself. The reason why you would engage with a corporate services provider comes back to what I was saying earlier about how Hong Kong works from a regulatory point of view. Again, they don't have a heavy touch case by case strategy in Hong Kong where they don't investigate, in general, individual companies and individual SMEs. They heavily regulate key personnel within those companies. So the corporate secretary is heavily regulated, and then they manage that so that it's hard to become a corporate secretary. You've got to do all the study. You've got to go through all the regulatory pieces so that that person makes sure that the business is compliant and it's their responsibility. The other side is that you have to file accounts, regardless of whether you're operational or non-operational in Hong Kong, you have to file audited financial statements. So they need to be signed off by an auditor and auditing is heavily regulated in Hong Kong. So those two roles, if you do those in-house, they're gonna be expensive. They're very valuable personnel, but they're gonna be expensive. So corporate services providers, the key value proposition in Hong Kong is, yes, we do help you get set up. We file the annoying paperwork. We take that completely out of the hands of the entrepreneur, but you have to have those people. And if you hire a corporate services provider, we provide those human beings at 
obviously a much lower cost than if you were to hire them yourselves. One last question. What are some of the most common mistakes people make if they don't get advice? The key to an entrepreneur's journey from what I've seen, and if I was to take away, not repeat myself when it comes to making sure that you have revenue along with your great idea. So I think yeah. you've covered that, right? <laughs> yep. I think the number one mistake that people make is that they go in with the great intention of wanting to own everything to reduce cost as much as possible. They are an expert in what they do. You want to own everything. You're like, okay, what can I do to reduce costs? I'm going to file the paperwork myself. I'm going to do my own accounting, heaven forbid. And all the time that you spend on that, even though you're going in with the right idea of minimizing costs because you're a new business, you're an SME, is time that could have been best spent at what you're excellent at. The main mistake outside of just making sure that you keep an eye on cash flow at all times is to just pay someone else to do the things that you're not super good at, just outsource that as much as possible and just spend 85 to 90% of your time at what you're excellent at, build that up and then actually come back to the other cost cutting pieces and the optimization later. That would probably be the biggest thing that I see. Fantastic. Wise words. Thank you for joining me today. Liam Thomas, country head for Hong Kong at Sleek. Oh, you're more than welcome. Thank you, Caroline.